right, folks, welcome back to Progressively Older. My name is Link. I'm the host here. Today, I'm going to be talking about my reaction to the Derek Chauvin murder trial and what it feels like to be older and watching this all take place and unfold. But before we do, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do it now. Share this video around and uh, like it if you, if you do. Need your help growing the channel? This is a great chance to do that. So on Wednesdays, we talk about politics and uh, being progressive. Fridays, we talk about getting older. This is a little bit of a blend of the two, but it's still Friday. I was born in 1957, and I lived through the heart and soul of the civil rights movement, mostly at an age that I wasn't aware of it, later on becoming very aware of it. But the thing that strikes me as an older person now is that this dynamic has shed its light over the United States for my entire life. I've never known a time that the race question wasn't being asked, wasn't being debated. This has been a constant in my entire life. So the other day when I was sitting in front of the TV waiting for the jury to come in and render their final verdict. I was terrified. Terrified of what it would mean to our country if after that kind of evidence that he would be let go. I couldn't I I couldn't fathom what that would mean to this country. And when the verdict was announced, I had one primary feeling, and that was relief. Not, I cried. It wasn't, it wasn't from joy. It was release. It was, thank God. And we have a moment. That's all we have is a moment, a respite, a break. That's all this really represents. This is not a sudden reckoning for the United States and all will be well. This was a moment in time. Justice was done. Make no mistake about it. And I'm thrilled by that. I'm thrilled that the, the, the rapidity of the decision, it, it took no time to render this decision, which was right. It shouldn't have taken any time. It was all right before us, right in, right on video for all to see. There was no question in this case. And that's what made this, this case different. Thank God that teenage girl took out her phone and didn't, uh, didn't obey uh, when she was told to stand down, to turn the, the uh, video camera off in her phone. She ignored them. She persisted, and we're all better for it. But we know what would have happened had she not been there if that video had not made it to the public awareness that it, that it has now. We know what would have happened. Chauvin would still be a police officer today. He'd still be on the streets, and he'd still be smug, and no, he wouldn't be caught. Without her, he's a free man. I don't think any of us have any doubt of that. As an older person, 
seeing this happen over and over and over again. This was a great day, but it was a day, and that's all it was. Bigger things have to happen, more permanent things. The, uh, the bill trying to make its way through Congress, it needs to go through. There has to be a reckoning to what's happening to, to racism in America, not just in law enforcement, but in the, in the public. It has to end. Uh, we always thought it would die out when I was young. I said, well, it's the older people. They'll die and it'll go away. They passed it on. It's like a virus and it becomes hereditary and goes from generation to generation. Something active, something powerful has to happen to say, no, this is not okay. Something happened on, uh, in, in November of 2020, and that was we voted a racist out of office. We said this is an unacceptable representation of America. This cannot stand. And he, he was voted out fairly resoundingly, although it, as, as a percentage, it's still humiliating how many people voted for this man. He tried to make it a, a public good to be a racist, to be a white supremacist in America, that it was an acceptable political stand, that it had value. We pushed back and we barely made it. We won, but we barely made it. And on Tuesday, we barely won again. It was resounding. It was obvious. And they... They made, the, they made that decision quickly and definitively, and they came down and said, no, Derek Chauvin, this won't stand. And that smug look you gave to the camera, it's not going to help you. Even your own brethren are going to send you down. We did that. It was a day. Seven of them make a week. 52 of those make a year. Ten of those make a decade. That's what it's going to take. It has to build and it has to go forward. We're going to have those tests coming up very, very shortly. There are more trials to be had uh, with evidence that are, is clear. The Ohio shooting that uh, followed just just yesterday, it's not in the same category. It's not as... Uh, Cut and dried is what we saw Derek Chauvin do. Derek Chauvin was a murderer. Uh, what's happening in Ohio, this is the problem. There are, there are nuances to these things, and we're going to have to navigate our way through them. But when it's dead wrong, we have to be swift and unambiguous in our delivery of justice. That's what happened with Derek Chauvin. What will happen going forward? We'll have to see. I'm hoping. And that's why I'm a progressive. I'm hoping we can turn the tide. This has been progressively older.